This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home with another recorded at home uh, edition of In Progress. We're still in the middle of shutdown, quarantine, um, and I'm coming to you from home on my phone. So the audio quality I know is worse. You might hear my dogs fighting or barking in the background. And as I've listened to the ones I've recorded on my phone like this, I've realized that when I, um, like when I swallow, when I, um, I not catch my breath, but when I like have, I don't know, my throat's getting dry or something and I swallow, I know you can hear that gulp in the, in the recording. And I'm sorry about that. It's when I listen to it, it annoys me. So I'm sure it's annoying to whoever's listening. Um, but Hey, I'm recording at home on my phone, so that's how it goes right now. Um, and, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit in this episode about something that I have a feeling that most of us are probably experiencing right now, and that is just feeling a deep sense of frustration. And for some of us, that frustration is just... Um, been building because we're right now limited from doing what we normally do, where we feel like, okay, you know, I like to go and do this, or I miss going and being at the office, or not being around people is just really, really, really hard for me. Uh, I understand that there are many people feeling that right now. What we also need to understand and remember is that there are many people who are past frustration and they're in the midst of grief and um, loss of life from people that they love and care about and are close to, people who um, ended up admitted to the hospital as a result of COVID-19 and some who after being on a ventilator or, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, recovered, but some who didn't. And I, I think that's an important framing to the conversation because uh, it can be kind of easy, I feel, to lose the reality or to lose the the ultimate gravity of the situation because there's so much that kind of gets thrown around, you know, um, whether it's on social media, whether it's on uh, kind of text chains or, you know, you're talking to someone on the phone, you FaceTime someone and the two of you have fundamental disagreement or frustration about some of these shutdown orders. Um, you know, and I, I saw an article, I think it was from the New York times last night that it was talking about, you know, this is really the way people are reacting to these shutdowns is really divided along the lines of, uh, people who have lost their jobs or their income as a result of the shutdowns and people who have continued to be able to work from home or remotely or um, who haven't seen that loss of income. 
And as I read through that, I just thought about how easy it is for me um, to feel frustration when people are communicating anything other than the thing that I firmly believe uh, and that, you know, as you've listened to this, you know that I'm a fan of the shutdown. I'm a fan of, hey, the only way that's been proven short of widespread testing, widespread tracking and tracing of contacts, people who have had, um, you know, contact with someone who later tested positive, you know, short of doing that, just telling people stay at home, stay away from each other, you know, is is the only thing that seems to be effective to slow the spread of this virus. And so you know uh, from hearing me talk about that, that I'm in favor of this. And what I've sensed in me is a frustration and, you know, whether or not the the people who are protesting or who are frustrated about the shutdown orders or who are being sarcastic about it, whether or not they're approaching it in the right way, whether or not they're communicating things um, that ultimately are potentially worth having a conversation about. I'm not saying that they are. I'm not really sure, you know, what I, what I think about all that stuff, to be honest. Um, but what I've found in me is less of a willingness to, um, to approach a conversation or just, uh, Hey, this is what someone has to say. This is what someone thinks with grace or with kindness. Um, I instantly jump to frustration or annoyance or writing them off kind of a thing. And, um, I just, I don't think I'm the only one. I think that some people are listening right now and hearing my perspective and you're getting frustrated, annoyed, writing me off kind of thing. And I do think that a big part of that is just because right now we're in the middle of this uncontrollable, we don't know how to do it, we don't know how long we have to do it, we don't, you know, there's just so much that is out of our control. And as I've recorded this podcast, I think I'm getting near 100 episodes now. Many, many, many of these episodes have been about not being in control. And with me, it's been in relationship to my um, unknown, undiagnosed health thing that I've been living with for nine years. And what I've found and what I've learned over the course of that time is that when I'm not in control, or maybe a better way to say it is when I realize that I'm not in control, <laughs> um, I live with that edge of frustration, with that edge of negativity until or unless uh, I can let that stuff go. And I've talked in the episode on 
meditation. I think episode six or seven or somewhere in there about what that process looked like for me. It wasn't a one day, five day, 10 day process. It was over the course of months that God would slowly let me see some things about myself, uh, how desperate I was to be in control or to feel in control. And what I saw in me is that when I stopped desperately holding on to that control and when I started saying, okay, God, I need, I need to let this go to you. And you might be saying, hey, didn't you talk about this just a few episodes ago? And the answer is yeah, um, because I think this is such a key thing, especially for this time that we're finding ourselves in right now, because we feel the frustration, the pressure building. We, you know, I, I have a feeling that at this point in the process, um, most of us know and love someone who's been directly impacted by the virus, um, maybe to the point of hospitalization, maybe to the point of death. And we're experiencing the grief of that, the loss of that, the feeling of utter helplessness as a result of that, stacked on top of the frustration that we're you know, in a lot of ways, giving up so much of what normally makes our lives feel um, meaningful and valuable. Now, you know, I, I think this is a good opportunity for us to take a look and say, what are the things that actually make my life meaningful and valuable? And we can take a look um, at the people around us in our family and say, I want to have I want to have a relationship with them that's in a good spot. We can take a look at our relationship with God, at our um, closeness and our willingness to spend time with him and say, I want to make that a priority. I want that to be where I find my meaning and my value. Um, but the reality is a lot of the things that we have before this found our meaning and our value in were things that um, now we can't do anymore. Or if we do them, they look a whole lot different right now. And that makes us feel frustrated. That makes us feel out of control. That brings us to this baseline where we just, things are off. We feel annoyed. We feel frustrated. We're not happy about the situation and I want to encourage all of us, because I really think everybody right now is facing that reality. I want to encourage all of us uh, to, in the moments of interaction with other people, in the moments of interacting with just maybe not the person, but with their ideas, and it's something that you fundamentally disagree with, I want to encourage all of us just to take a moment to pause and to say, okay, I'm going through something really tough right now. So I'm more on edge. They're going through something really tough right now. 
So they're on edge. And just take an extra moment, give that extra grace, um, because we're all going through this right now. We're all in this together. And I know in some ways it absolutely feels like that. And in other ways, it does not feel like that at all. But the reality is we're all in this together. And if we can kind of take a moment um, and, you know, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about something I did. Uh, I did share, I don't know, 20 episodes ago, 30 episodes ago. Um, about people being created in God's image. And for a while, for a number of months, and I've kind of, you know, this is sort of how it goes for me, um, these little tools and habits that I use to kind of recenter me, uh, I'll use them for a while and then it'll kind of trickle off, right? But one of the things that I was doing whenever I was starting to feel frustrated or annoyed or, you know, pushed to the limit by a person is I would just stop and think this person is created in the image of God. And I want to encourage you and I want to encourage me um, to maybe start practicing that. It doesn't have to be that, but something to in the moment remind you, okay, this person is saying something that I fundamentally disagree with. And yet this person has immense value. And yet God loves this person infinitely more than I could ever, ever understand. So I want to encourage each of us um, to give extra grace in this time because we're frustrated and grieving and hurting and so is everyone else. We all show it maybe in slightly different or completely different ways, um, but we're all going through something right now, something tough, something really hard, and obviously for those who this virus has directly impacted their family or someone that they care about, um, the scale of the hardship that they're going through is is heavier it's harder it's more grief filled um but we're all going through something on some part of that scale and i want to encourage all of us to give grace um to be instead of be less loving and less grace giving let's be more loving and more grace giving right now and that's a challenge for me and i want to encourage you to to practice that same thing with me during this quarantine shutdown, um, tough time that we're finding ourselves in right now, let's be people who love and look more and more like Jesus.